Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm David. And this is the Practical Guitarist Podcast. The podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar. Hi, Jim. Hello, David. Hello, Jody. What up, guys? Jim, introduce Jody. So we'd like to uh, welcome Jody. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt your last name, Trivadelli. <laughs> Was I close? Sure, we'll go with that, Trivadelli. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure I got it wrong. Um, Everybody does, but I I think uh, of all the wrongs, that was the best one. So we're going to go with it. Okay. <clears throat> it and, looks like uh, Trevetti. I'm just guessing. Oh, it's Trevetti. It's oh, Trevetti. there's no L. Well, there goes my ADD. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway, we've, we're welcoming we're Cody. And uh, this is our, um, uh, what do we call it? The Women in uh, Music uh, segment. Um, and Jody uh, has joined us as we kick it off for 2019, um, or 2018, sorry, uh, because last year we had our women in music, and then sometimes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, uh, sometimes it's it's difficult um, to get some of the, um, you know, you you've got to set yourself up where interviews happen, and sometimes they don't happen, and they fall apart, and weeks go by, and so we have to bring things back in. Had a heck of a first half of the year. Um, the growth of the channel has been great, and uh, I noticed we 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 joined Jody's group, the Rocket Guitarists, on Facebook. So if you mm-hmm. want to check her out, that's where you go. Um, and uh, so um, let's do our housekeeping first, and then let's get right into the questions. All right, so it's housekeeping time. Are you a regular <laughs> listener? Why not? Subscribe to the Practical <laughs> Guitarist using our chosen podcast app. Take the time to put in a review with a service where you found our podcast, like iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. Get involved. Find our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash practicalguitarist. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can do so at questions at practicalguitarist.com. And new this week, we now have a Twitter presence. You can follow us at at practicalgita2. So, G-U-I-T-A-2. Wow, guitarist was already taken? Yeah. Wow. I wonder if it was actually me. I wonder if it was that guy. Remember that guy that had the Facebook group? Yeah. Pra- Practical Guitarist. So there's a guy, Jody, that has a Facebook group called Practical Guitarist. And there's one There's well, one member. So oh. apparently there's not many of us that are practical. <laughs> that was just that was sad. I was like, should we join his group just to at least like but he hasn't posted anything since 1923, so... Oh, there you go. And yeah. one member is really him, right? Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. <laughs> so Owner Jody, and operator. Uh, Dave, why don't you go uh, uh, go ahead and ask us dumb right, question number right, one. All right, dumb question number one. That's right. Um, how long have you played guitar? All right, so I've been playing acoustic for about a year, but I've been focused on the electric for the past eight months. Um, I, for the, for those of us who are not so inclined, I've been kind of following some of uh, Jody's stuff on her Facebook page, um, and she actually is a killer player for a year. I mean, I, I'll be honest, it took yeah. me three years to get where you were at. <laughs> Easily. A long I, time ago, but. 
a lot longer for me, but yeah. And, and I don't mean a lot longer ago. I mean, it took me a lot longer to get where she is. I mean, this, this young lady played guitar for George Lynch. Yeah. In front of him. (laughs) In front of him. him. Yeah. But I did play bass for Winger. Oh, Kip, Kip Winger himself. Kip Winger himself. That's pretty hardcore. And I got to play a song with him and, Right next to Red Beach. It's really, oh. really hard for me not to sing a, a winger song right now. Which one? <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> She's only 17. Mine yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm only yep. 17. She's only 17. <laughs> uh, that feels really bad to sing it. <laughs> so we, we just posted... We just posted a um, uh, a video, speaking of winger, um, from a guy named Stevie T, a YouTuber. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, he was talking about the 10 most hated bands and winger wound up in there. It wasn't somebody he wanted to say was a bad band. Yeah. He was like, it's yeah, just I understand they're one of those bands that unfortunately they remember they hit right before the grunge movement. Yeah. So you're a little young for that, but um, so that swing into the grunge movement, um, it, it, uh, it definitely um, kicked a lot of the, you know, the, the really good guitar players were suddenly Oh, you suck because we want to hear this guy just bang away on on dissonant chords. I, yeah, so, and it's uh, a butthead, you know. So yeah. so often I find myself driving down the road listening to uh, "Headed for a Heartbreak," and yep. you should see the looks that you get from people in cars next to you, <laughs> especially being a you know a male. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, uh, what started you off on the instrument? What got you interested? Um, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Uh, what started you off on the instrument? What got you interested? I've been interested since I was very little. Um, I, I may look young, but I have a very um, old soul, and I have um, a lot of tastes that a person my age typically wouldn't have. But I grew up listening to um, Dawkin and 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 Winger and. Um, a lot of my influences were people like Steve Vai and Gary Hoey. Okay. All right. And, um, yeah, I just always loved it. Uh, the album that stood out to me the most was Steve Vai's Bad Horsey with his hands here. And he yeah. was that silver yeah. blue. You know, I was probably four or five years old. I'm sitting there jamming Bad Horsey. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, this is good stuff. And she I'm just like, crank it up. So you're talking about your old soul. I was probably 20-something at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I grew up with it, just like you Maybe did. 30? The only difference is yeah. I wasn't a teenager getting to go to the concerts and having all the fun that came with it, you know? When I saw Steve Vai the first time live, just to give you an idea, he was playing guitar for um, uh, Sammy Hagar. Or not Sammy Hagar, sorry. David Lee Roth. And it was in the... Um, uh, you know, when David Lee Roth did Eat Him and Smile and everything else. Yeah. And I was in my 20s at that point when I saw him. That's how that's how old I am. When I was little, that, that album art kind of scared me a little bit. It was, so I, <laughs> I still love the music, but I didn't like looking at the album art. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so their version of Tobacco Road was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that was... It's been an influence since I was a little girl, but I never uh, had the opportunity to pick up a guitar until I reached my my thirties. Um, so you were attracted to the album art and the visual interpretation of it because it's interesting because Jim and I talk about a lot of times on the show about music being um, a performance art 
and so much of what we see is and and what we find entertaining with performers is how they present themselves on stage so it's very interesting that the album art connected with you in that way yeah Um, so you've been playing for a year and actually this this makes this question maybe a little bit more interesting um what's your current go-to rig like like what are you playing through I play through studio monitors, but I use a Helix LT, which is an amp modeler. Um, The reason why I decided to use that type of setup is because if I did ever start um, really gigging quite often, I don't want to lug around all those heavy amps to get all the different tones I like to achieve. Yeah, I know. I got a Helix back here on the floor. (laughs) Isn't it great? I absolutely love it. You know what else is really cool? I don't know if you have this. I love Line 6. Line 6 products are just superb. I know people don't, they, they tend to think they're gimmicky, but you do a lot of cool stuff. A lot of, a lot of the stuff they do is pretty cool. You have this? No, I don't. I yeah, know what that I is. Would, I would recommend uh, investing in this because I walk around my entire place just shredding, <laughs> just playing with this little thing in there. And it's, there's no lag. It has amazing reach. Same sound. It used, it used to be years ago that I had, so I, I had a Samson wireless unit, gosh, probably 10 to 15 years ago, um, that, that, yes, I did exactly the same thing for like the, the month or two that I had it. I literally walked around the house and did nothing but play, but I, I ended up selling it because it didn't, so it did some things totally to my guitar that I didn't like, and then I, I, sell, I, I actually traded it in, I got another of the same unit. And it had another issue, and so I finally just said, you know, I wash my hands. This I'll go back to cables. Um, and I haven't yeah. really, I I haven't gotten back to wireless. I know it's on my to do list. I was actually just at uh, Sweetwater Gear Fest last weekend, and I was looking at uh, the Boss wireless unit. So yeah, I haven't played that. It's cool. It's it's very similar to the to the Line Six, yeah. the 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 one that you have there. Uh, it's yeah. very similar to it, except um, some of the cool features it has is it automatically turns on and turns off when you pick it up. Um and the the base unit is pedal board mountable, like one of their compact pedals. And yeah. so it it's powered off, you know, it's typical nine volt and all that. And uh it's it's a very cool unit. I think uh I think for my needs right now that may be the one I go with, but uh you know, I wireless is wireless, like it, it, I, to some extent. <laughs> so I can tell you I bought a sure <laughs> Way way back when Shure came out with their nice wireless units, you know, and the, yeah, and it's and it's still got the the base looks like a um a thing you would bring to war, you know, it's got the big ear um, antennas and stuff. Yeah, rabbit and, ears. Um, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that thing even last night it it, it it's incredible. Um, but for household use, the X Vibe is a good one too. X Vibe, V I V E. Um, that's a good one. I think that that um, when it comes to home use, whatever works for you and, and uh, works well is really good. I mean, that's yeah. You know what I wish though? Yeah. You said that your the boss when you pick it up and, and put it down, it turns on and off on its own. Yep. I don't know why it can't have like a little kill when you just turn the volume off because that's one thing that kind of does annoy me about it is I have to unplug it to shut it off. Otherwise I'm draining it. The, the boss unit, when you put the guitar down, like if you put it, if you hang it up or whatever, after a certain amount of time, it shuts off. Ah, so that that's kind of cool. They, they put a, a lot of thought into that, into that particular part of it. Um, I never, part of the reason why I never got onto the wireless bandwagon, I do a lot of studio recording. And so you basically uh, yeah. want to be cabled for most of that stuff. So it hasn't really ever been a big deal. If I got back out to gigging like frequently, which I'm starting to do now, um, I probably will have to invest in wireless. 
but I can't do it for a year. I don't know if Jim has told you, but we're doing no. a uh, moratorium on purchasing gear for a year. Yeah. Um, it's a competition. Ju- so yeah, it's, it's a competition. Look behind you there, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're, we're going a year where we're going to try to pull more tone out of what we have and go into where we, um, give more, uh, attention to how we can, how we can modify what we have, but not mods that would affect tone, modify it in, in the way we use it. So it's really, oh, okay. really cool. Now I noticed that a lot of photos you have, you use the warlocks a lot. Are you a big warlock fan? I mean, yeah, there's two. Then that's a, that's a Rico, right? That's not a that's not a uh, BC Rich. That's a that's a Bernie Rico guitar, right? Or that... It's a BC Rich. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I thought I thought yeah. I thought I saw a photograph with you with a with one with an R on the headstock. That's the because I know Rico guitars like that's the that's where the lineage is gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, it, it's a it's a so what's unique about my warlocks is that they are truly unique in the fact that. They never went for sale to the general public. They're okay. Blanks. Okay. Ooh. From the factory. That's cool. That there were some little minor things, like little dings on them, so they rejected them, and I you got, got them. you got them. <laughs> nice. I got them. That's so, how you got those at the at the good price. You're gonna have to let us in on that later. Uh, so maybe if you're <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell but you. That's my favorite. I'm gonna That's tell, a gorgeous guitar. I'm going to yeah. tell you a story about that that green guitar back there with the uh, the bones on it, and I don't want you to the take this. I, yeah, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because Jim and I know the lineage of that. But there's another podcast out there where they saw they kept seeing these guitars come up on Reverb and uh, Craigslist, and one of their big things is they review those things, and it's one of the funniest episodes they did. But I can't I can't look at that guitar and not say this. They called it Bone Dick, <laughs> and it's because the lower horn. <laughs> I just had to. I had to say. It. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I couldn't avoid it. I had to say it. Yeah, it's, you, can, you never see it the same way twice or again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. It's it's, it's kind of like that Little Mermaid poster that that everybody was like, "Oh, look at." Oh, no, that's not there. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, anyway, so... Well, at least it's a happy bone. Yeah, I was going to say, it's happiness. <laughs> Ready to rock. I hope they didn't make you feel uncomfortable or anything, but I had, I had no, to. Okay. I had to. I had to. Okay, so what's just, that one? What's that every one? Every time I see it uh, now, I'm going to literally... Yeah. Yeah. The, the name of the other podcast is 60 Cycle Hum. You may actually want to go listen to that episode. It's, and that's the name of the episode, by the way. Really? Yeah. I, okay, I've got to look it up now. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you've got, I, I see a gem, um, the yellow gem. What is the one between the war, um, the BC Rich and the George Lynch? Yep, that one. That's another Lynch model. That's an LTD. This one? Oh, nope, to your, to your that one. Yep. That's uh, Golden Snake. Ooh, that's him, cool. I saw him at one of the Lynch Mob albums. Oh, that's nice. You're yeah. So when you met him, tell us about that meeting. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a video of you, which I love that video, and you're you're like showing him, and he's got like a glass of wine or something in his hand, and he's yeah, and he's watching your your video, and he's like, oh, I never know you could play it that way. I play it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell us about that meeting because that 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 had to be funny. Yeah, so it was one of those meet and greets, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how they, I, I don't know if you're, 
some some meet and greets are a little bit less um, formal. Some are more informal. This one was one of those assembly line meet and greets where they're like, okay, you have you say hi, bye, take a picture, and get out. I was like, you know, that's not enough for me. No. Yeah. And whatever George Lynch wants goes, right? Yeah. I said, and I just, that was the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I want you to watch me playing Mr. Scary. And he was like, all right. And then the guy that was like regulating us had no authority after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, not just any uh, song, Mr. Scary. <laughs> yeah. He was like, okay, there's a, a woman that's approached me that's saying that she can play my song. Yeah, let's hear it. And then I told him how long I had been playing. And so he was even more intrigued. And when he actually took the time to listen to it, he really focused in on that. Yeah. I yeah. No, you definitely can tell from the video. Like, he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to describe how grateful I was for that moment. That somebody yeah. of that talent and that, in, you know, that kind of level of fame that he has in his reputation for the type of guitarist that he is to actually take the time to listen and compliment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause like you said, most of these, and that's why I was asking about it. Cause most of these meet and greets, it's yeah. Okay. Whatever you've got, like when I met, you know, give it to them that you're one or two items that, you know, depending on the line, you can get that signed, get a picture, get out of the way. And yeah. I understand why they're doing that. There's usually 40 people in line and trying to get things done. But right. George literally, I mean, I watched the video and he literally took the time and he's got your, your phone. I guess you showed it in this, on your phone. Yeah. Um, he took the time to watch it. And then I, I remember how he said, oh, that's how you play that. I've been doing it wrong. And I just yeah. thought that was funny because he probably was talking about a technique where you had, you had learned a fingering that he, was, he hadn't even thought of, you know, in all yeah. this time. That's cool. And so, so I'm assuming you learned the song from by ear. Uh, a little bit by ear, and a little bit by Mr. Lynch himself. He has a tutorial. Okay. On okay. that, uh, yeah. And there's another gentleman that uh, does uh, a tutorial of, of uh, Mr. Scary. But as you know, when people do tutorials, there's differences. Yeah. But well, everybody has their own, everybody has their own interpretation. Yeah. So what I do is they get me halfway there, right, and then I put the headphones on and I listen to the album and then I tweak it. So it sounds more closely to the album. Right. But as you know, you know, George has this amazing ability and he has these big hands. Yeah. So there's a lot of techniques that I had to adjust for my hands in order to accommodate a lot of the sounds that he makes. So that when I was playing it differently, it was probably like, he's like, Oh, I didn't think of that probably because he didn't have to, he had that stretch already. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Dave. I have sausage fingers, so I feel your pain. Um, <laughs> they're they're very short, and the stuff that I play, like I play, you know, everything from Steve Vai on down to to Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that. I, even the Hendrix stuff when he's sticking his thumb over the top to Jimi Hendrix. I, I'm <laughs> well, just saying, like everybody, and I've talked about. You know what? You know what, Jim? Jimi Hendrix, Jim, hands that were Jim, big. Jim, Jim. I just want to say this right now. Look, I'm I, I'm talking about. Down in terms of time, right? Okay. So, like, when you were born to when I was born, that period of time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix was not, well, he was playing guitar, but not for anybody famous yet when I was born, mister. No, no, that's not true. He was playing for the Isley Brothers, probably. 64? Yeah, that sounds about right. That was before yeah. Blue Flame, so. Um, yeah. Anyway. yeah. I was in, the, um, in Vietnam same time as um, my uncle or my father, one of the two. So, um... The uh, 
Um, the thing about that you were talking about is, and that was what I was going to get to, is a lot of times we'll see these people and they'll be so enamored with, I've got to play it exactly like yeah. the original. And, it, and it's not possible. Just like he was talking about Hendrix, there's no way that a person with, now I have long, thin fingers for my size, but I'm a small person. Um, uh, well, small, short. Let's call me short. You're um, short in so, stature. Sure. <laughs> uh, this way, look at Shit, came damn. to see the room. Shit. But um, so you've got um, Steve, uh, um, a guy like Steve Vai, or a guy like uh, George Lynch, or um, uh, who's the uh, Paul Gilbert, who have these fingers that you know they can they could palm basketball. Yeah, Gilbert's take- ridiculous. I've seen him in person, and his fingers are insane. But you know who's actually are longer? Greg Cock. Oh yeah, but Greg Cox like nine. Really? <laughs> yeah, his fingers are like seven or eight inches long. It's ridiculous. Lord. Well, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I actually have. I can palm a basketball. I have pretty big hands, but they're they still aren't comparable to Steve Eyes and George Lynch. I mean, right, those right. guys are kind of in their own yeah, bracket. Exactly. Then, but I have something they don't. I have an awesome thumb hook. <laughs> I see that you have <laughs> thumbs. Oh. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> so I get to do a lot of cool tricks that a lot of people can't do on guitar. <laughs> and that was the thing that uh, Hendrix was um, really famous for was the way he was able to hook the thumb over and able to do things with his thumb that most of us have to like shift mm-hmm. in a way to kind of get. And yep. so it does, it does change the, the process. And that's, you know, really, that's what I was trying to, to talk about is how everybody's got to change the way you play something. Even if I want to play something you play, yeah. I'm going to have to play it differently. Yeah. You know, my little. And you should. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, now we've been talking about you're playing all these like very sophisticated pieces of music like they're, they've got a lot of stuff going on. In. Are You're not <laughs> taking lessons or anything like that, or is it all self-taught? All self-taught. Um, now, I should my, quit. I <laughs> saw my. Um, no, my boyfriend Joe. He's my photographer as well. He's okay. the one that snaps all those really cool photos. Um, he's he's the one who put an electric guitar in my hand. And okay. what he put in my hands was that floral guitar. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. He put that of all guitars to put in a newbie's hand. He puts a floral in my hands, and he says, "Here's the pentatonic scale." Okay. On a scale and goes, okay. And he played me a backing track and said, play over it. And I started playing over it. And he's like, whoa, 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 I think we got something here. So yeah. he showed me a few more things here and there. And I just took off with it. And every now and again, I'll get stuck and I'll come to him and say, Hey, what do I do? And mm-hmm. he'll say, Oh, you're okay. This is this is what you're not hearing, or this is what you need to do. Maybe you should try to bend this way. So he helps sure. me. Sure. It's right. not that I don't have help and guidance. Um, a lot of it is self-accomplished. So I, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna interject here. A lot of people would say, "Oh, she's only been playing for a year. She can be that good." But the fact is that some people are naturally good at stuff, and it Correct, sounds right. like that's. I mean, because we've heard you're playing, and when I asked you for an interview, I thought, "Oh, she's been playing since she was a little girl," and then you told me, oh, "I've only been playing about a year." I was like, "I, I hate you." Um, so, because <laughs> I've been playing for almost 50 years, I suck. <laughs> so, 
Jim's um, just saying he can't play Mr. Scary. He doesn't suck. I can't. I, I, yeah, I couldn't play Mr. Scary if my life depended on it. Nor could I, for that matter. But but. And yeah. that's the thing. It's it's to see somebody who's um, uh, you're amazingly gifted is what, right. what I'm getting to. Oh, Amazing. thank you. Don't, thank you. don't well, take that for granted. No. Don't wait. I, I certainly won't, but I did play clarinet when I was in band. Maybe maybe there's some musical inclination yeah. or something. There's a, tr- there's a trumpet sitting next to me over here. Um, <laughs> so let's I, I'm trying to think about I, I, I'm looking at my questions. I'm trying to put them in the right order for, for first keyboard. approaches. <laughs> He's a keyboard warrior. <laughs> anyway, um, so wh- how do you feel? You feel? Do you feel like there aren't enough female guitar players? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, it's here's the thing. You know, regardless of you know the stigma on guitars or whatever, it's still it's still up to you to pick up the guitar. Sure. Sure. You know, and if a female just doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to do it. Well, you know, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but Fender put out a statistic last year, and that's part of what actually kind of prompted my exploration of this topic was that Fender put out this thing that said basically half of new guitars are being sold to women. And the kind of attitude right now for, amongst a lot of people when that happened was, well, who are these women? Where are they? Because... You know, like, if you look at the radio right now, and I'm saying in the last 10 years, obviously in the 80s we had, you know, 80s and 70s we had, like, Joan Jett and people like that. Um, yeah. But really the radio today is is very male-dominated from from the guitar side of things. Yeah. Um, there are some people that are breaking out. I got the I got the lovely opportunity to see Nita Strauss uh, at GearFest, uh, and that was fantastic. Um, we also are aware of Samantha Fish and people like that. Uh, but it's it just seems like there's it's still a very male dominated culture, and I just when Fender comes out with a statistic like that and says, "Look, there's all these women buying guitars, but then it doesn't match up with the community." Obviously, the thought is that these are early players, and that maybe five or ten years from now we'll see that growth. Well, um, there's nothing wrong with a little male domination. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it it I mean. I wouldn't say dominated. It, it, it's, there's just a lot more male guitarists, and that's all it is. I, you know, I don't want to say, you know, it's male dominated because that can always shift and change. You know, change isn't easy. Sure. And, you know, as a woman, I also don't need to be one of those, I'm a woman and I'm going to change it all. I don't care about all that. If it happens to change, then you know what? Maybe us as women did the right thing and came in there with a humble attitude and, said, hey, you know what? I can shred just like you. Nita talks about the fact that she, um, I'm trying to remember the way she phrased it, but but she never actually got anything or got shit for being a woman because she made it very clear that she was going to carry her own equipment. She was going to take care of her own, you know, set up and tear down. She didn't need any special privileges because, you know, she had to learn a part specially. She's always competed with men for you know, her roles and bands and stuff. So it's, it's very interesting. And I, I think your, your uh, attitude actually lines up quite a bit with hers. Um, and it was another thing that, that Nita had mentioned is that her, like you have said, Jody, her um, heroes, much like what your heroes are, are actually pretty much the same people you're talking right. about George Lynch. And you're talking about Steve Vai, you're talking about those guys. That's, that's where her, her attitude came from. She didn't care about the, the sex of the person, just that, 
this is the music I liked. And I think that's where we have to remove that. Um, and, and that removes some of the stigma. Yeah. Do you- yeah. And you know what? I got just as much shit from women for playing guitar. Really? Honestly. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, one of my, she's not really a, a friend anymore. She thought I was silly picking up a guitar. She's like, what are you doing taking pictures with guitars and acting like you're 14 again? You, you know, why don't you be a woman and have children, have a family? I'm thinking, <laughs> Do it. Slow down. <laughs> you are kidding me. See, that is a that is a terrible stigma, and I didn't want to bring it up. I'm glad you did. Um, yeah. In that, um, there are women out there who still think that it's supposed to be the two kids, two dogs. Man goes out, earns all the money. She just sits at home and says, "Yes, sir." You know, can I have another? Yeah. And, I, and no, you're 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 out there being independent, but. And we'll remove the, um, uh, you know, the the sex out of it. <clears throat> um, and it is you're out there being an independent individual, and that's what you're doing. You're doing what you want to do. Why is yep. it wrong that it's a woman? That's I I don't get it. Yeah, right. unfortunately, people, and, and and I don't think this will ever change. But you know, it's it's something I hope that you know I have hope that it will. And when we stop saying he and she and black and white and all that, all that stuff that causes a separation in the first place, it, it's, it's going to be more fluid and there's going to be a lot more talent that we're going to get to see. Cause a lot of creativity is destroyed by that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Completely. So, you know, we're, we're only hurting ourselves if we have that kind of mindset. So if the guy comes up and, and shows me up on the guitar, I'm going to shake his hand. If a girl does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. And I also think with women coming into playing guitars, women are kind of catty. Uh, let's just be real. And they get jealous and they get snooty and snotty with each other. And that's also another discouraging angle for a woman to step into the guitar role. Because yeah. the women that are there are kind of bitchy. Yeah. Well, let me, let, me give you an intro, um, <laughs> let me give you a male take on that. Sure. Men do the same. Men do the same fucking thing. Yeah, we do. It, yeah. It, how many guys does it take to change the? Or I mean, how many guitar players does it take to change a light bulb? Six. One to change the light bulb, and the other five to sit around and go, "I could have done it better." <laughs> yeah. Jim, that's, I th- that's a terrible attitude. But it's true. I don't <sighs> care. I saw a thing where a guy posted about his favorite guitar players. He posted his fourteen favorite guitar players, and then people were like, "You're wrong." What? You mean to tell me that if I like ice cream of this flavor or I like this kind of art or I like these guitar players, I'm wrong because I like them? Yeah. How is that wrong? It's it's whatever happened to opinion being not fact. Right. It's subjectivity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what's really funny is those people that are like, I don't agree. They're like the most opinionated people out there and they expect everybody to agree with their opinion. (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's right you can't have the best of both worlds if you're going to act a certain way then you need to expect to be treated the same way or maybe you should adjust your behavior a little bit so absolutely i know the guy you're talking about he posted uh that on my rock and guitar page I saw and it. i you know i i liked a lot of the people i you know i don't have to di- agree or disagree but for the most part that that was a pretty solid list yeah yeah I think Gilmore? that's probably where I found it was on your on uh, rock yeah. and guitar. Yeah, I mean, come on, you got Gilmore, Vi, you know, all those people. Yeah, 
You're good. <laughs> as long as you got Clapton, I'm happy. <laughs> just, because, just because Steve Vai isn't on his list, somebody was like, oh, un unsubscribe. How dare you? Come on, you can't get everybody on the top 14. Yeah. Exactly. Get over it. Yep. So... This is a, maybe a tougher question to do sure. with the fact that you're a woman. Are there any projects you are part of specifically because you're a woman? I know I of at least one. <laughs> yeah, but you can't do a calendar like mine. I'm telling you right yeah. now because my calendar is is um, kind of um, middle of the road guys who play guitar. <laughs> I, I know some middle aged dudes that would buy a calendar. Name? I don't remember what it was. Jim, Jim. <laughs> I know some middle-aged dudes that would buy your calendar. I'm just saying. I know. I was scary, actually, <laughs> to see some of the reactions. I was like, some of these no. guys actually weren't going to do it. They didn't realize it was a joke. What the <laughs> well, maybe maybe you have something now because uh, of your male uh, gender. <laughs> Let's, so, but uh, do I think it's because I'm a female? I think that has a lot of influence. I don't think I'm doing it because I'm a girl. But, you know, it's like those... Here's the difference, you know, I actually play guitar and right, I right, value right. it and there's a very deep set passion. A lot of people don't know the road I had to go and drive through to get where I'm at. I've had a lot of discouraging figures in my life and okay. I went through a lot of bad stuff that I wouldn't wish on anybody to get where I'm at, to be able to play that guitar. No one will know how deeply that means to me to finally have that privilege. People don't realize that's a privilege. And each instrument is built, whether it's by a CNG uh, machine or by hand, but there is a art, there is thought, there is craftsmanship that goes into every guitar, and there's a beauty in that. And I want to show that. And it happens to be that, you know, I'm a woman and I look good next to a guitar. So why, you know, if that's the way I get to push my passion forward, then so be it. Sure. Okay. Sure. I, yeah. I, I I can follow along. I can dig that. <laughs> that got uh, deep, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So David, that kind of speaks to when I, um, my first conversation with Jody was about the women of guitar world. I know that was one of the early ones we had yeah. where they used to do the women of guitar world. And the thing she, she didn't say, Oh, guitar world shouldn't do that. It was, they had women who were playing them like upside down and stupid shit like that. Right. Like, you don't know how to handle the instrument, even for a model shoot. Why are we putting them in your hand? And I, I want to let you go ahead and speak to that. So, yeah, you know, I get it. There's, you know, those hot rod magazines where you have the girl yeah, sticking out the thong, pretty much flossing her butthole. Um, <laughs> no, I've never Jim's like, I've never no. heard of this thing. Do you think she knows what a brake booster is or a master cylinder or a valve cover? Or Hell, no. Hell no. She just knows it's pretty and it paying me money. Yeah. All she knows. But you know what? I love seeing her next to the car. <laughs> she looks good. <laughs> so I get it, you know, there's there's sex appeal and we as as human beings or animals even for that matter, we, we like something that looks good. Yeah. And um if you're gonna model with a guitar, at least take the time to learn. You don't have to learn a chord, you don't have to learn how to strum it, but at least know that you're holding it right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and well, same for the photographer that's taking the picture. Educate your your model. Like, yeah. come on. Well, to be fil- <laughs> to be philosophical about it for a moment. I mean, some of our some of our famous pieces of art feature both male and female naked bodies. I mean, yeah. the Sistine Chapel, the uh, the the David. You know, all uh, of these things feature nudity and it's not that your obviously your calendar is not nudity but the point is like those things are not seen as sexual and it's weird to think that like you can't do the same thing with a guitar and a person standing there and so i get that there's like this double standard in art now where people are looking and say that's objectification that's objectification but in a hundred years are people going to perceive it that way i'm sure there were people i we're talking about the times of the church who are looking at the David and going, what is this? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm well, sure it now, happened. Now they look at it and go, what is that? Oh, that was pubic hair back yeah. before, you know, in the time of the 70s and before. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, when, when it still existed. <laughs> Pro-Bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about the, star, the statue of David. If you look at the statue of David, there's... Anyway, um, that, that wasn't where he was hiding his you know tissue. I don't feel objectified. Yeah. And that's what and you know I think that should be in the photos. Right. I think that should be the, the, the core defining thing of that is that do you feel objectified? And if you don't and you're willing to participate in it, then yes, okay, so maybe some woman feels offended because it's like, well, this you know, this is for women in general, you're speaking for everybody, but you're not. You're an individual. <laughs> we need to get away from this idea of having herd mentality. If that's what you yeah. want to do, then do it. Yeah, you know, and I'm so sick and tired of male against female. Uh, you know what? We are genetically born different. And, you know, there's genetically, you know, things that are different about us that we just need to accept. Right. You know, there's going to be things a male can do that a female's going to struggle to do and vice versa. And yep. we don't need to, you know, worry over what's genetically ingrained into us. It's just stupid to me and you're wasting your time okay so another question for you um do do you feel like creepy guys follow you around the internet harassing you it has to happen how do you handle it how do you prepare for it sometimes i call their bluff that's great you You send me a penis pic i'll send you one back superimposed on my body (laughs) why the hell not um you want to dish it out? You better be willing to take it. And I do. I, I mess with these guys hardcore. There's this one fella that messaged me. And he's like, hey, baby, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. And he's like, you know, you want a video chat? I was like, sure. And I sent him a picture of my boyfriend, Joe, holding the guitar. And I was like, well, look good enough for video. He's like, no, no, no. no. It's like, wrong person. It's <laughs> wrong person. There's a, um, there's a South Park. It, um, that uh, the the female teacher that took over for the male teacher had been teaching them for years. She um, the male teacher uh, was doing they they did kind of a Star Wars thing, and she had to learn that when the kids said, uh, um, you know, show us your balls or something, or I'm, I'm gonna uh, oh suck my balls, and then she said present them, <laughs> and it was like, and then they were like, uh, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I think that's the thing that that um, a lot of guys. Um, of course, I'm not a I'm not kind of not that kind of person. I never have been, so I'm not sure how uh, their brain works. But I'm like, I'm sure that they don't get a lot of dates by asking the the way that guy did with you. I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can't. 
I almost felt like making a calendar of penises. <laughs> That's next talk. year, 2019. Because, because <laughs> I, I literally would get so many <laughs> inboxes, and they're just like, they don't say hi, hello. They're just like, bah, 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 bah. here it is. And Are you like, serious? <laughs> so people really do this? They really do. The, the funny thing is, it's right like there's nothing, there's nothing hey. identifying in that picture. It's like here's some random dick that I got off to some yeah. porn site. <laughs> it was funny. I opened my Instagram account, and this is like towards the beginning of all of this this happening, right? So it was happening a lot more in the beginning. And um, I open it, and I and I open the message because I don't I don't suspect anything. Boom! There it is. And Joe's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> You had to explain to your boyfriend, okay, this is what we call a penis. <laughs> well, what gets me? What gets oh, I think he knew what it was. All right. All right. So here's the thing. This is what gets me. Like, so if if you're a dude and you're, and you're one of these people that's like sending dick pics to random women, yeah. you've got to ask yourself when this happens, like, does the woman really care what my dick looks like? Because obviously they don't understand how women work. That's and typically it's the last thing they see. Yeah, and it's the last thing they care about at that point. It's like, why don't you, you know, like send her some flowers? No, I'm going to send her a dick pic instead. Like, what is going through their mind? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, but I do think it's hilarious. You really should do that. You should, you should like. You can't do it on Facebook because you'd be you'd be banned for yeah, life. Yeah, I'd be banned. But it would be hilarious to say, I've got a calendar of things you have never thought you'd see in your life. And if you guys want to see it, $45.95, PayPal only. And you need to you need to put the names of each of the people yeah, that, says, that sent that it to you and their contact information. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, their, their Facebook profiles and all. I, I Yep. It's, it's totally it's this, worth it. This guy right here, and this is what it is. <laughs> so you, guy have, you have a guy that puts She's up a holding picture up her pinky. Holding it, and he's like, that was me. I was March. <laughs> I'm telling you. Unfortunately, you see them. You know, I don't sit there and stare at them and everything like that. Yeah, you can't but see what you see. Unfortunately, you, you, you see them for that moment, and... <laughs> Not a lot of them are that impressive anyway. So it's like, okay, you're not even impressive. That, <laughs> that guitar back there is a little bit more impressive. I know. <laughs> yeah, the floral guitar is a lot more. And the gem. So <clears throat> let's let's not talk about wieners now. Yeah. Wiener, wiener, wiener. wiener. Okay, because I, I have to do that oh, song every time. Uh, you asked. I'm sorry. No, no. It's, no that's... I'm pretty sure I asked, but... <laughs> Yeah, that that's just the tip of the iceberg. No pun intended. <laughs> that was very punny. <laughs> it's got to be terrible, though. I mean, when you when you have creepy guys, here's here's the thing. I think we were trying to get to is how how do you handle it um, when somebody in general? We can stay away from the specifics now. In general, about um, being creepy. Um, how did, has that ever gone to you and you said, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want these creepers or anything. How is it? How has it affected you and your psyche as far as this whole thing goes? Um, I've never had a creeper discourage. I've had people say really mean things um, that discouraged me for a little while just because I already had some confidence issues. Uh, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you, you, learn, you learn to get over it pretty quick because you're no matter what you do, there's always going to be that asshole. Right. So. Um, how do I handle the creepers? I literally call their bluff. One guy was like, oh, you shouldn't post a picture of 
you know, uh, where you're going to be going out and stuff like that, because now I know you're gone and you have all these beautiful guitars. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Uh, so my door's usually locked and you'll be on camera. Be sure to wave at the camera when you stop by. Yeah. And, uh, all the cool guitars are over here. Make sure you go to that. First. I just literally was like, all right, dude, bring it on. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, it was like, mm, never mind. I, bet. I, was well, just, messing I just laughed because I've had people say that to me before, and I'm just like, well, that's why I have musicians insurance. You want to buy me a yeah. new rig? Go yeah. right ahead. Yeah, and, and, you know, I've had actually that said to me by several people, and it's like, you know what? Bring it on. You know, don't don't threaten me. Um, yeah, I just handle them that way. Or, you know, I, I've had a guy asking for my address. I'm like, send me yours. Yeah, I want to yeah. watch, watch you sleep. <laughs> yep. you know, there I you go. Creepy back, and then all of a sudden it's like not fun anymore. Yeah. Yep. He finds out. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Here's the number for the local police department. They've been informed. Man, want to go turn yourself in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just do it back. It's usually a really good way to isolate because what they're doing is they're trying to get a, a rise out of you. Right. So when it's you like don't do that, the chase is over. Right. It's bullying. You know, it, it's just another way to bully. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, David, another question? Um, I was going to ask, so what's your what's your day job? Like, what do you do, what do, you do for real? Oh, um, I'm a clinical data manager. Oh. I build and conduct clinical trials for rare diseases like leukemia. That's very cool. My, uh, I, I, I bring this up. And this is this is my personal note for this episode. I actually lost my sister-in-law uh, two days ago to cancer. Um, she had she was diagnosed, and 24 days later, uh, she died. Um, actually, uh, after her first chemotherapy treatment, and very very sad. But I'm I'm glad to hear that you organize things around things like leukemia and cancer and stuff. Yeah, very close to my heart right it's, now. It's yeah, it's um, it's hard. And there's not any words to express the sorrow that comes with it. You know, everybody says my condolences and I'm sorry, but it's an understatement. And unfortunately, there's only one thing that's going to make it feel better. And that's time. And right, I hope right. that, you know, it, it, it. the time isn't as lengthy as is for others, you know, that you're able to move forward at a quick rate and, and maybe do something in the future that helps with this kind of thing. Cause it's, it's, it's a tough disease. It really is. Right. It's very cool to hear that you're involved in something that technical, because that's the other thing you're not just involved in guitar. So like, as, as far as the women is the feminist critique goes, there's not yes. enough women in, in, you know, science jobs. There's not enough women in mathematical jobs. Like that's the big thing right now is they're pushing even my daughters. They're pushing them for science careers and um, math careers and things like that um so it's very cool to see that you know you are a trailblazer in every sense of the word because uh whether you know it or not i mean you're here in front of us right now and like like jim said we've been doing we've been wanting to do this segment consistently but it's been very difficult to find women who are willing to talk um right. so we really appreciate yeah, that unfortunately it's the men's you know in general it's the male population's fault that it's difficult to find a woman who's willing to, hey, join us on a on a video call. And yeah, she, yeah really, yeah, whatever. Because the first thing she's thinking is she's going to get one of those pictures you were talking about earlier. No. And you know, <laughs> Show it, us it, your boobs. Yeah, no, <laughs> boobs. No. Um, Do it. 
so so it's it, it's that whole that whole mentality unfortunately we we um we are trying to live past because we're not going to you know um we we don't want to deal with that but we understand too we don't we don't say hey you're just you know don't, don't mean, we just understand it's completely understandable well yeah from from my perspective i follow all these different guitar podcasts and <laughs> i am am and deeply ingrained in gear culture and all these different things and so much of it is male centric male you know it, it they don't even it, they, women do not cross the radar and so for us like we're reaching out to these different audiences we want people who are a little bit older who've been playing longer more professionally we want you know we want to encompass this whole thing and so we think that there's big audiences there and so that's why we're you know doing this major outreach not not just because it's right that's a big part of it um yeah but there is, you know, fruits of our labor to be had. Hopefully, yeah. I think I think you guys are doing an awesome thing. That's oh. cool, you know. And maybe you know, uh, you know, me doing this will encourage more females to do it. I, I I hope so. We've had I think we've had what two or three other segments, Jim. Three, three, three. and then and we had Jody. She was um uh the country singer from the eighties. We had um. Ooh. That we had uh, the gal that writes her own stuff. Um, <laughs> That's her name. Uh, Mandy. No, Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget. I'm trying to remember how to pronounce her last name. As you can tell, I can't pronounce her last name. Oh, um, what was it? Chivadello? Yeah. <laughs> Bordinello. Um, and it couldn't she, tell you anyway. <laughs> sounded like a candy bar. I, I, I hate it when people mispronounce my last name, but they do it all the time. Um and, uh, but anyway, yeah, we've had uh, women, and, and it's um, again, it's difficult. And sometimes it's just like we were going to do it a couple weeks ago, right? But it's difficult to um, yeah. make. I was the, in, yeah, I was in Germany. I was on. I had to, you know, do my. I had to do my clinical research. I was actually presenting at a huge conference. I'm sorry, I would have done it sooner, but no, no. I mean, obviously, you know, your your day job is much more demanding. We you know. Yeah. And, uh, I'm that, just, that speaks even more to your ability to play at the level you do, given that the, the day job isn't like, yeah, I, I cut hair, I eat, I, I serve um, ice cream at, at whatever. You actually have, like most of us, you have a real, you know, hard, difficult day job that takes time, that talks, takes your efforts to go out of town. It's, yeah. Do you have a travel rig? Do you bring something to you travel? Do you want to see it? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I'll, I'll yep. love this. By the way, well, uh, Jody is taking care of that. Uh, I just want to say our two original guests were Judy Rodman and uh, also um, I just saw I just uh, Mandy Routen. Mandy Routen. For some reason, I had Bowden stuck in my head. That's why. I told you I had the long last name. Wrong last name. Oh, you got a traveler guitar. Those are cool. It's a it's an LTD. Oh really? I didn't even know they made those. I LTD. didn't either. Is that an EMG pickup? Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and what's cool is it has a little preamp for um headphones. That's very cool. Yeah, so I'm usually in the in the um airport and I got my headphones on and I'm jamming, you know. That that that, that has to get you a lot of looks too. I mean it's like why is that person over there? Are they playing guitar for real? I've I've had a lot of people actually walk up to me and offer me gigs. Wow. 
they're just like, hey, you want to do like a, a segment on a on a sizzle reel for me? I'm like, yeah, that's sure. And they're like, yeah, we heard you playing. It was great. Let's let's do something. Like, give me a, a business card. A sizzle reel. <laughs> a sizzle reel. I believe yeah. it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, what it is is it's little clips for movies and it's right. Hollywood production stuff, you know, but well, who knew? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're getting, we're getting close to our hour. Um, oh, sorry. no, 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 it's okay. fine. It's no, fine. No. Well, we, we, that's my warning we shot. Don't take up too much of your time, your time. That's my warning shot. Um, <laughs> so what I wanted to say was if you have any new projects in the future, uh, Obviously, reach out to us if you start like playing in bands, like you said. Like, you want to come in and plug your music or plug shows or whatever. Feel free to reach out to us. You can plug them in the group, and we'll have you back on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I wanted to say one thing. Yeah. Um, that Bones guitar, I have to mention this just because it, the the fellow who made it is such a gracious person. He contributed that for my calendar, and I, I have to mention that. And That's I very, want very to. Cool. And um, it, it was, he would just said, Hey, I'll contribute to your calendar. Here you go. So, and that's Piper Customs, uh, and he does it completely by hand. Yep. Completely. So, yep. I just wanted to mention that and, and thank him publicly because that was one of the most gracious and amazing things that anyone's ever done for me. That's really well, if, if it's okay, I'll borrow the picture from uh, Rocking Guitars and I'll stick it in the Crack of Guitars Facebook as well that you had with that. Because that's a that's a cool pick. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So, uh, tell us more about the calendar. So the calendar is coming up. Tell us a yes. little bit about that. So uh, I'll go ahead and announce it publicly with Practical Guitars first. So we're gonna have I'm gonna have a pre-sale on the calendar. Uh, we're still putting it together. It's not complete yet. We have a few more photos to do. Um, so has poor Joe. He's he's great. He's he's a lot of the brains to this. <laughs> it's not just me here. Um. He's, he's working hard on editing the photos and getting them all ready. And um, I'm about to run a pre-sale where I'm going to include a little bit of rock and guitars gear with the purchase for the people who decide to purchase early. And I'm also going to enter anyone's name in the U.S. and Canada who decides to uh, order a pre-sale. They'll be entered into a raffle to, one, to win one of my guitars. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll let one of my guitars go. <laughs> never, um, never. Yeah, I'm looking up at the wall and I'm going. <laughs> it's not the bones guitar. We're, we are, we are panicking over the fact that we can't buy for gear for a year, and you're giving it away. <laughs> I'm giving a guitar away. <sighs> oh man! So so um uh, we'll be watching for um uh link the to that. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. De- definitely um, post it in our group. Sure, I will. Thank you for letting me do that. No, oh, absolutely. Thank you. So, all right. With that, uh, I have been David. I've been Jim. And, and I've been Jody. <laughs> and tonight, we have been the Practical Guitarists. Thank you. Thank you.